I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Uh,
black dot, black dot, black dot, black dot, black The people who had the bloodline of the gods were able to reign upon earth. The people who had psychic power and the ability to work with the animal kingdom, to work with all the various species and kingdoms on earth and honored them. The people who were able to look forward to everlasting life because they knew that the soul could not die and that the soul was threatened again by a soulless wanderer who had come into our system and even called more and more upon their own venerated God to help them by keeping them in touch with the universal prime creator. Since I am wisdom in the flesh, drop a five like it's a test study. My lesson's daily, so I'm sharper than the rest. Nappy hair, honey skin, be that real while y'all pretend. I'm so fresh and super clean like that boy AJ Benjamin. Came from Chocolate City, it be that nitty gritty. If I told my story now, y'all folks would say it's such a pity. Y'all ain't know I am supreme, came from galaxies unseen. Landed 1981 onto this earthly terrain. Strange new land, where man on land, freedom was banned. Will prevail over peace, knowledge, knowledge, what I'm saying. Had the new world order on the dollar The school dropout be shining brighter than them scholars Illuminati making deals to seal the fate of human beings While folks ramming through this life unsure of what they should be seeking I'ma give it to you raw, unadulterated And y'all be fiending for the truth Trying to get your mind elevated If one is to understand the great mystery One must study all its aspects If you wish to become a complete wise leader You must embrace a larger view of the force only through me can you achieve a power greater than any leader. Use my knowledge, I beg you. I am supreme, let me tell y'all what that mean. Be double shaking, quiver in the presence of the queen. Blood thick with ancient memories, walk by season, my delivery rock a show and make a Christian change his name to Elami. Next day, a different battle, smudging gins from the shadows. Defy the laws of physics, meditate and split an atom. I traverse the globe over continents and many seas. Never graduated college, but I still got my degrees. What y'all know about that third eye vision? Tell the real from what is it? Black dot in the center of your brain. Cataclysm, cause the body's far from botanist with the mind. Fight for an empty shell that we're sure to leave behind us Yes, I'm that black essence Get grown like adolescents Can say some wisdom from a foolish man And give a safe lesson Official like the cardinal My vocals are applaudable Listen to them well They're nothing less than over blessings By distortion, deletion, deception, and disguise You've altered written records From the cosmos to our skies You've reconstructed universes And summoned even hell And there seems to be no end To the lies your mouth can tell what you view on graphs and prisms, what you see in lens and scope seems too staggering to your mind and ego brain, and so to cope. You'll distort the very heavens, you'll change the smallest beasts, and there seems to be no end to let your fame to cease. And yet you know within, from the most unto the least, that your time is running out, and your lies, they soon must cease.
joyful exaltations and greetings to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Woman Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tane. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Tonight's theme is the classical elements with relevance. The classical elements with relevance. Namely, earth, air, fire, and water. As there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed, we're going to start off in the praise up, starting with Genesis 1-2. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Genesis 1-6, And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Genesis 1-9-1-10, And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry Land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas, and God saw that it was good. Genesis 8 1 And God remembered Noah, and every living thing, and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth, and the waters assuaged. Exodus 14.21 And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. John 4.14 But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Revelation 22.17 And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come. And let him that heareth say, Come. And let him that is athirst come. And whosoever will, let him take 
the water of life freely. Exodus 3.2 And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. Exodus thirteen twenty one, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, to go by day and night. Exodus 14.24 And it came to pass that in the morning watch the Lord looked unto the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud and troubled the host of Egyptians. Exodus 24.17 And the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on the top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. Galatians 4.3 Galatians 4.3 Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. And John 1.3, all things were made by him, and without him was not any thing made that was made. In Yeshua's name, we're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme, Classical Elements with Relevance, Fire, Air, Earth, and Water, Blessings, and grace. Oh, Jamaica, oh. 
embrace your conquer this sweetness eradicate from senses to be safe your body is the only temple beautifully where you made as part of your creation you were destined to be great. your mind is like a garden cultivate the seeds of goodness so if not it goes to waste in confusion man a product of his own mentality made
if you call me crazy, it's okay if you call me strange I live on a planet floating 15 million miles away Sticks and stones and names could kill, but vision keeps this heart alive I live to fight another day, I swear I'll fight another day It's cool if you call me crazy, in my world I see black and gold Most days I have my God up, yes, cause it's a damn cool world Wherever my heart goes, I go, I keep my questions brief And when I need a shoulder, I'll get down onto my knees Get down onto my knees, get down onto my knees I get down onto my knees Get down onto my Vision keeps this heart alive I 
Blessings and grace. And I'm back with tonight's theme, classical elements with relevance. The elements formed the classic conception of the universe. At the center of our world is the earth, as the planet we live on, the ground and support beneath our feet. Because of earth's great heaviness and density, all things gravitate toward it. Running over and around the earth is water in the form of lakes, rivers, and oceans. Water fertilizes and impregnates the earth, giving it life. Over the spheres of earth and water is that of air, the atmosphere in which we live, move, and have our being. Air's essence is exchange, contact, and movement. All living things need air to breathe. And finally, fire lights up the sun, moon, and stars in the celestial firmament. Fire has brilliance and spirit and symbolizes the life force within us. The human body and each of its constituent parts is also composed of the four elements in varying proportions. The basic distribution and arrangement of the elements in the human body, or microcosm, reflects that of the macrocosm of nature. Two of the elements, fire and air, are light, subtle, and energetic. Both of these elements have hot as their primary quality. Two of the elements, water and earth, are heavy, dense, and substantial. Both of these elements have cold as their primary quality. The two elements having wet as their secondary quality, air and water, are both fluidic in their behavior, taking the shape of their container and rushing in to fill every space or vacuum. Air is hot, light, and flows upward, whereas water is cold, heavy, and flows or sinks downward. The two elements having dry as their secondary quality, fire and earth, both have a tendency to separate things and make them discrete. Fire being hot does this in an active, dynamic way by refining, distilling, and transforming. Earth being cold does this in a passive, receptive way by solidifying, condensing, and coagulating. Fire and water are the extreme elements being purely yin or yang in their basic qualities, respectively. Fire is hot and dry, whereas water is cold and wet. Because of the extreme qualities, both elements can destroy or overwhelm easily. Fire and water both embody the cardinal quality of being able to drive or initiate manifestation and change. In the human body, fire and water drive all the metabolic processes. Air and earth are the moderate or mixed elements. Air being hot and wet is fluidic, subtle, and mutable in nature. Earth being cold and dry is heavy, solid, and fixed in nature. Each of the constituent parts of the human body 
is composed of the four elements in varying proportions. Fire is the digestive enzymes and secretions in all enzymes, yellow bile, the innate heat of metabolism and the digestive fire, the heart, liver, and stomach, all active muscular heat-generating tissues, the muscles, the fire of spirit and intelligence and the sparkle in the eyes, air, the lungs, chest, and thorax, all the cavities and open spaces which allow for movement and function, the blood and the vital force it carries, the arteries which pulsate with air, all hollow or porous tissue and structures which are lightened, rarefied, and refined by air, the bones, connective tissue, and membranous structures, points of exchange and contact, the lungs, kidneys, and the digestive mucosa, water, all the vital fluids of the body, especially the clear fluids, phlegm, mucus, plasma, lymph, and serous, and interstitial fluids, the kidneys, bladder, and urinary tract, which pass superfluous water from the body, the mucosa of the digestive, respiratory, and genitourinary tracts, the lymphatic system, the brain and spinal cord, and earth, all the dense, solid, deeper, more permanent parts of the body, bones, joints, and structural connective tissue, nerves, bone marrow, and nervous tissue, teeth and gums, the hair and nail. And as I mentioned last week, the fifth element, ether, is the lightest, subtlest, and most refined of all the elements, the prima materia, the womb or matrix from which all matter arises and manifests. Ether could be called matter on the verge of manifestation or the space that allows matter to exist. Like earth, ether is also cold and dry in its basic qualities, but contrary to earth, ether is extremely light, subtle, and mobile. The four elements are psychological, each with their own natural affinities, strengths, and blockages. They are what we conquer within ourselves psychologically as we traverse our own path so that our internal nature is in balance and harmony. Working with the four elements means that we approach life as a process for purifying, sublimating, and elevating our interior psychological elements. Each element can be a lifetime of study, reflection, and experience to be understood at its depths, and in doing, we learn about ourselves and our path. Air is clear. It is related with the mind, with idealism, observation, and communication, oriented toward equality in all types of relationships and egalitarianism in general. In the test of air, we lose all that we hold dear and are tested on our attachments to people, situations, status, even to concepts, ideas, and fantasies. The ability to have Non-attachment will purify 
our air element. Fire is warming, radiating, giving light and heat, and also consuming and difficult to control. It is oriented toward leadership because the radiating qualities naturally gather others around it. Fire can flare up, it can burn, it can cleanse and purify, and it can destroy. A test of fire is always related to anger, lust, ambition, pride. We must maintain serenity and humility to purify our fire element. Water is cooling, cleansing, healing. Water is responsive to the environment. It humbly goes to the lowest ground and settles into perfect tranquility. It also collects all the debris and garbage and can become stagnant. Water can be a patient trickle of water that eventually carves out a canyon. It can be a powerful glacier or a life-giving spring or river. Tests of water relate to our ability to adapt to situations, to be rich, poor, exalted, or humble without preferring to just give up. Being adaptable and able to change with circumstances purifies our element of water. Earth is stable, solid, related with structure and values, both material and otherwise. Earth gives us homes, food, clothing. It provides the basic substance of existence in this world. Tests of Earth feel that we are trapped in between two terrible mountains, some difficult decision where there seems no good solution. To find the wisdom in dealing with adversity purifies our element of Earth. According to the Ancient Greek Doctrine of the Elements by John Apsopar, most obviously, there are the microcosm of manifestations of the elements. For example, the land, the sea, the sky, and the sun. There are also a microcosmic manifestations. For example, as components of the human psyche, mental, astral, etheric, and physical bodies. The elements also represent the stages and various processes of growth and transformation. Finally, from the standpoint of psychology, the elements as archetypes, they are beyond complete analysis. They can be circumscribed, but not described. Ultimately, they must be experienced to be understood. A Greek text called Kor Kosmao, the Virgin of the World, which is ascribed to Hermes Trismegistus, which is the name given by the Greeks to the Egyptian god Thoth, names the four elements fire, water, air, and earth. As described in this book, an Isis made of, of living things, my son, some are made friends with fire, and some with water, some with air, and some with earth, and some with two or three of these, and some with all. And, on the contrary, again, some are made enemies of fire, and some of water, some of earth, and some of air, and some of two of them, and some of three, and some of all. For instance, son, the locust and all the flies flee fire. 
the eagle and the hawk and all the high-flying birds flee water. Fish, air, and earth. The snake avoids the open air, whereas snakes and all creeping things love earth. All swimming things love water, winged things air, of which they are citizens. While those that fly still higher love the fire and have the habitat near it. Not that some of the animals as well as do not love fire. For instance, salamanders, for they even have their homes in it. It is because one or another of the elements doth form their bodies, outer envelope, each soul, accordingly, while it's in its body is weighed and constricted by these four. Aristotle explains that the dry power gives things their shape, their rigid structure. Thus, we may identify the dry power with form and say that it is formative, determining, and solid. In a psychological context, dryness is associated with stubbornness, purpose, dependability, practicality, and authority. Because of its rigidness, the dry power is unreceptive, inflexible, manipulative, commanding, arguing, domineering, strict, and tends to oppose circumstances. In general, dryness is concrete and grounded. The warm power, according to Aristotle, separates things by evaporation and distillation, and therefore its opposite. The cool power has the effect of uniting them. In essence, coolness is mixing, joining, synthetic, and relating. In a psychological context, it is loving, undiscriminating, indecisive, careless, nurturing, sympathetic, cooperative, and creative. Further, whereas the warm power is expanding, the cool power is contracting, absorbed, and inward-directed. Psychologically, it's associated with concentration and quietude. Because of its tendency to join together, coolness is stable, steadfast, and enduring. The earth. The elements are spiritual essences that get their character from the four qualities or powers, the dry, the cool, the moist, and the warm. In the simplest terms, the dry and moist qualities represent form versus flexibility. The warm and cool qualities represents separation versus union. Earth is dry and cool. Water is cool and moist. Air is moist and warm. Fire is warm and dry. In each case, the first of the two qualities is the dominant in the element. According to Aristotle, the dry power causes things to fix their own form or structure. Its opposite, the moist quality, represents a lack of self-determination. A moist thing confirms to its surroundings and may take on any form. On one hand, water is primarily cool, which is the active quality that binds things together. And so water allows formation and nourishment of composite entities and its evaporation and the absence cause their decomposition. On the other hand, the moistness of water permits the dissolution of structure and the loss of form. So the essence of water is to mix and cling together while being changeable in shape. It is characterized by passive change of form.
transformation. Therefore, water permits the growth and development of form. In psychological terms, water is associated with emotion, feeling, inner flow, the subconscious, relationships, and the social dimension. Air's dominant power is the moistness, the power to conform to external circumstances. Air's other power is warmth. Warmth is the power of separation. More specifically, it causes things of the same kind to join, so it seeks its own. In this way, it causes a separation of things of different kinds. The cool power unites things of different kinds. Since warmth represents the power of separation, it is the cause of all processes of differentiation, discrimination, and development of form. It also leads to dissociation and opposition and the cyclic motion between opposing principles. Because it is an active power of separation, warmth is expansive, outward, directed, and energetic in its effects. It is the cause of change. When we put these qualities in a psychological context, we find that the warm power is associated with the ability to discriminate, analyze, and judge, and so is connected with justice, honesty, and critical thinking. In air, the moist power is dominant, although the warm power is the more active. In thinking about air, it is more accurate to visualize warm, moist, breathe rather than cool, dry breezes. The moist quality represents flexibility and the warm power causes differentiation. Therefore, elemental air represents active change of form, transformation. In a psychological context, air corresponds to nimble analysis, quick thinking, flexible discrimination, and therefore ideas, intellect, thinking, and knowledge. Fire is warm and dry. It is the agent that actively creates distinctions and imposes forms. In alchemy, fire is considered the primary agent of change. Fire is distinguished as the agent of action among the elements. The elements have the typical three plus one structure the fourth is the principle of determination for the three. In physics, fire corresponds to energy, whereas the other three elements correspond to states of matter. Fire is dry and warm, form imposing. It represents cohesion and flexibility. Fire is separating, hot, and inflexible, dry. Before the soul can ascend through the spears, it must be purified by fire. One must descend into darkness to find the source of light. One must die in order to be reborn. Fire is purifying. It burns away the transient and imperfect, thereby freeing the soul and immortalizing it. Fire is the primary agent of transformation. It represents the power to impose a self-determining form. Fire is most closely connected to will, which sees its purpose and cannot be swayed from it. Fire brings a decision, distinction, or conclusion to that itself determining, 
not conditioned by external circumstances. Therefore, it corresponds to the bright flash of intuition. Fire strives to actively impose a determinate form on things and represents the creative impulse in all its varieties. Will, inspiration, and creativity are associated with fire. The fire in our souls. Earth, water, air, and fire. The classical elements. Air is the mind. Water is the cleansing. Earth is the stable, solidifying structure. And fire is the radiating warmth, giving light. The ordeals of fire, air, water, and earth always defined the diverse purifications of ones on a path to self-actualization. One is tested by the four elements in order to examine them within themselves and to grow from the experience of classic elements with relevance. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the go and gnosis, blessings and grace. I used to believe money didn't grow on trees until I started seeing men hang from them. I believe him cause my 
my people are mistreated and it's often overlooked. I have the needle, takes no chico, so we'll see the camel cross before the crooks. You better wash your hands before you eat. You better say your blessings twice. Cause the bloodshed in these streets reflect the tales of men, not mice. You better wash your hands before you eat. You better say your blessings twice. Cause the bloodshed in these streets reflect the tales of men, not mice. Something in the water. Something in the water. Something in the water's revelating shade. Something in the water. Something in the water. Something in the water's revelating
blessings, and grace. And I'm back with the Go and Gnosis, your news infused with consciousness, starting off on cbc.ca. Blessings go out to Mozambique, hit by second cyclone in six weeks. It's thought to be the first time in history that Southern African nation is hit by two cyclones in the same season. Cyclone Kenneth battered northern Mozambique on Thursday with gusts of up to 180 miles an hour. 180 miles an hour. After killing three people on the island nation of Comoros overnight. Impoverished Mozambique is still recovering from another powerful tropical cyclone, Adai, which made landfall further south last month, flattening the port city of Biera and killing more than 1,000 people. A regional cyclone monitoring center in the French island of La Réunion said Kenneth made landfall at around 4.30 p.m. local time. The storm caused storm surges of up to 5 meters in some areas, and rains associated caused serious flooding. This is the first time in known history that Mozambique has been hit by two cyclones in one season, UN spokesperson told reporters in New York. The new cyclone threatens an area of Mozambique where residents are not used to such strong storms. Mozambique officials said in all, more than 680,000 people were at risk from Kenneth. There were concerns that five rivers and coastal waterways could burst their banks, leading to severe flooding. In neighboring Zimbabwe, where hundreds died in heavy rains, Following Cyclone Idei, the Civil Protection Department sent out a warning that some areas near the eastern border with Mozambique could be affected by the cyclone. The UN, the Red Cross, and other aid organizations were bracing for what could be another large relief operation, again in mostly rural areas. Blessings and strength to those in Mozambique and Zimbabwe. Moving forward onto Yahoo.com. Texas executes white supremacist convicted in gruesome 1998 hate crime. A killer in one of the most gruesome hate crimes in modern United States history was executed Wednesday by lethal injection in Texas. John William King, 44, was pronounced dead shortly after 7 p.m. local time in Huntsville prison after murdering James Byrd Jr., two decades ago, in Jasper, Texas. King and two other white men were convicted of murdering Byrd in the early morning hours of June 7, 1998. They beat Byrd, 49, chained him to the back of a pickup truck, and dragged him for three miles down a logging road in Jasper County, tearing his body apart. Prosecutors said Byrd was targeted because he was black. King, a white supremacist who orchestrated the attack, is the second man to be executed in the case. Lawrence Russell Brewer was executed in 2011, while Sean Allen Barry was sentenced to life in prison. Moving forward onto Reuters.com, ex-Florida policeman gets 25 years in prison for killing black motorists. A former police officer from Florida 
was sentenced to 25 years in prison on Thursday for fatally shooting a black motorist who was awaiting a tow truck in October of 2015. Numan Raja, 41, was fired from the Palm Beach Gardens Police Department shortly after he killed Corey Jones, age 31, while on plainclothes duty and was convicted last month by a jury of manslaughter and first-degree murder. The conviction was unusual in a country in which police officers kill roughly 1,000 people each year. A disproportionate number of them are black, usually without facing prosecution, according to the Washington Post database on police shootings. Jones' relative asked Judge Joseph Marks to give Raja the maximum sentence of life in prison during the sentencing hearing. The judge said it was heartbreaking case before handing down the sentence of 25 years, the minimum required under state law, for both counts to run concurrently. Moving forward to the NewYorkTimes.com, New York Archdiocese names 120 Catholic clergy members accused of abuse. 120 New York Archdiocese Catholic clergy members accused of abuse. The disclosure, one of the largest to be made by the church, comes after bishops across the country identified suspected abusers. The Roman Catholic Archdiocese of New York on Friday identified 115 priests and five deacons who have been accused of sexually abusing a child in what was one of the largest disclosures that has been made by the church. The list of clergy members join a flood of names that have poured from dioceses and religious orders across the country in recent months as the church grapples with a scandal over its handling of abuse. Victim advocates had noted a conspicuous absence as the New York Archdiocese, a center of gravity in the American church, held off while dozens of other bishops published the names of accused priests. The disclosures have aided in illuminating the scope of an epidemic of sex abuse in the Catholic Church that has spurred investigations by law enforcement officials and inflamed a crisis of confidence among its many followers. The New York Archdiocese counterparts in Newark, New Jersey, Hartford, Connecticut, and Brooklyn, New York, made their own disclosure this year. The Brooklyn Diocese, which also includes Queens, named more than 100 accused priests in February. The Jesuit province that includes New York also identified accused priests, including many who had served in the order's schools within the archdiocese territory. Moving forward onto Reuters.com, hundreds of thousands protests against Algeria's ruling elite. Hundreds of thousands of protesters demanding the departure of Algeria's ruling elite rallied peacefully in Algiers for a 10th consecutive Friday. The president stepped down after 20 years in power this month, bowing to the pressure from the army and weeks of demonstrating, mainly by young people seeking change. The system must go, and we are fed up with you, read banners held by protesters in central Algiers, scene of mass protests since February 22nd. There was no official count, but Reuters reported an estimated number of participants after Friday prayer to be in the hundreds of thousands. 
roughly on the same scale as last week. The people want to uproot you, the crowd chanted, addressing the establishment which had ruled the oil and gas producing nation since independence from France in 1962. There were also protests in other major cities. The demonstrations, which have been largely peaceful, have carried on as many Algerians continue to demand the removal of the elite and prosecution of those that they see as corrupt. Algeria's wealthiest businessmen and four other tycoons were arrested this week as part of the anti-graft investigation, state media said. The arrest came after Chief Army Lieutenant General said he expect members of the ruling elite to be prosecuted for corruption. Blessings and strength for the inspiration of the Algerians for fortifying sticking together and making changes happen in their nation. And moving forward to edition.cnn.com, Lego releases Braille bricks to teach blind and visually impaired children. Lego has unveiled a new project aimed at helping blind and visually impaired children learn Braille in a playful and engaging way. Lego Braille bricks a concept originally proposed to the toy company by two charities will allow children to learn the touch writing system through play. The bricks, which will launch fully in 2020, feature the studs used for the characters in the Braille alphabet, as well as printed characters allowing sighted people to read the bricks. They will be fully compatible with existing Lego bricks, the company said in a press release. Morten Bond, the senior art director for the Lego Group, who was losing his sight to a genetic eye disorder, said in a statement, Experiencing reactions from both students and teachers to Lego Braille Bricks has been hugely inspirational and reminded me that the only limitations I will meet in life are those I create in my mind. I am moved to see the impact of this product has on developing blind and visually impaired children's academic confidence and curiosity already in its infant days, Bond said. And moving forward on the grapevine.theroot.com, Academy Award-nominated filmmaker John Singleton passed away at age 51. Director, screenwriter, and producer John Singleton has died at the age of 51. Deadline reports the filmmaker died peacefully on Monday, surrounded by family and friends at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. Singleton was born in Los Angeles in January 6, 1968. He was a University of Southern California alumni and member of the Kappa Alpha Psi fraternity. Singleton suffered a stroke on April 17th. On Monday morning, it was reported the filmmaker had died. Singleton made entertainment industry history when he became the first African-American and youngest person to be nominated for the Best Director Academy Award for Boys in the Hood. His other film credits include Poetic Justice, Higher Learning, Baby Boy, Rosewood, Shaft in the year 2000, too Fast, Too Furious, and Four Brothers. He also co-created the FX drama Snowfall. Singleton is survived by his mother, Sheila Ward, his father, Danny Singleton, and his children, Justice, Masai, Hadar, Cleopatra, Selenisol, 
Isis, and Seven. Blessings, grace, and strength to the family, and rest in power, John Singleton. We're going to take a music moment and come back with technology. Blessings and grace. Touch my vibes, black you are like Sharpie, feel my heartbeat. Sounds of the djembe flowing through my veins, dropping Bobby Line insane. But I know how I stay tame, casting spirits out with the sage in my smile. Know you like my style, I know you fear the crown. Ain't no coming down, so plant your feet right in the crowd. Disrespect your moon, have you walking in the night with no light? Lunite, you can hear my lion roar. Hear my lion roar, you can hear my lion roar. Through all your lies, swallow that seed. I'm your doula, Dr. Luna. Only shining light, negative vibes can't touch these heights. So we give birth to only life and get praise to only right. Just one, to the righteous one, the righteous one, the righteous one. Lemma rise for your fall. 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 They say they righteous youth and then they switch the truth. Many are gonna get the call, but the chosen is few. You say you conscious and you know all about your chakras. You don't eat me cause you a lion and you conquer. But you still eating on your ceiling too. Then you try to claim that you know your own. But I know my truth, my spirit told me to be cautious of the ones who act like prophets Claiming that they got the knowledge one time for the righteous Two times if you vibrate at your highest Three times for the trinity, me and all my niggas and my queens We don't entertain hypocrisy, you can take back your philosophy Hypocrisy Or floor right, killing us is still more right. But walking my night and I strike right back at you. Hit you with my rap or two, watch your mind stay turn all black and blue. Fuck you seeing red, white, and blue. Unconditioned your mind from the lies told by prophets or a prophet to keep this owner up. Or the next pearl I'm blowing up. Breathe. 
Blessings and grace, and I'm back with technology, starting off on CBSNews.com. Chinese scientists insert human brain gene into monkeys. Scientists in China may have created a new kind of monkey, and with it a big ethical dilemma. Researchers inserted a human brain gene into monkeys in an experiment with the potential to cross the wires of human and animal intelligence. A study published last month in Beijing's National Science Review Journal describes the experiment, which is billed as the first attempt to experimentally interrogate the genetic basis of human brain origin using a transgenic monkey model, and it values the use of non-human primates in understanding human unique traits. The researchers inserted copies of the human MCPH1 gene, which is crucial for brain development, into 11 monkey embryos through a virus that carried the gene. Six of the monkeys died. The other five, though, showed apparent strides in their cognitive functions. So they are really making a real-life planet of the apes. According to the study, those five monkeys did not show much difference in their general behavior or the size of their brains, but they went through brain scans and memory tests that showed improvement in their short-term memory, reaction times, and brain development. The study says the monkeys have potential to provide important and potentially unique insights into basic questions of what actually makes human unique as well as into disorders 
and clinically relevant phenotypes, such as neurodegenerative and social behavior disorders that are difficult to study by other means. But the study also set up a debate about genetically modifying animals and whether experiments like this could lead to even more extreme modifications. It also raised questions about what would happen to animals who have human-like intelligence, since they are not equipped to survive that way. The use of transgenic monkeys to study human genes linked to brain evolution is a very risky road to take. James Sekula, a geneticist who has conducted similar studies with primates at the University of Colorado, told MIT Technology Review, It is a classic slippery slope issue and one that can expect to reoccur as this type of research is pursued. The geneticist who led the study said he is already working on bigger experiments on human and artificial intelligence. Bing Su, a geneticist at the Kuming Institute of Zoology, told MIT Technology Review he has been adding a DNA variant called SRGAP2C, which is a crucial link in the emergence of human intelligence to monkeys. He said the results of those studies have yet to come. Moving forward to Space.com, Relativity Space, to launch Thai satellite on 3D printed rocket. Relativity Space says that they can 3D print a rocket in less than 60 days. The 3D rocket printing company, Relativity, announced its second partnership ever, this time with the Thai satellite company, Moose Space, to launch a satellite into low Earth orbit in about three years. Los Angeles-based Relativity is a small launch vehicle developer fully funded by venture capital. Investors backing the three-and-a-half-year-old company includes Playground Global, Y Combinator, Social Capital, Mark Cuban, and Philip Spector, who was formerly with Intellisat. The Moose Space satellite would launch in 2022 on what Relativity officials calls the first 3D-printed rocket, ever built. According to them, this vehicle, Terran 1, is designed to carry up to 2,756 pounds, 1,250 kilograms, into low Earth orbit with the cost of $10 million per launch. Relativity officials say their Stargate machine is the largest metal 3D printer in the world with the capacity to transform raw materials into a rocket, like Terran 1, in less than 60 days. Stargate is constantly getting smarter and faster by using sensors and reward function-based learning. Officials state on Relativity's website, we are creating an entirely new type of evolvable production line. The company aims to disrupt decades of global airspace manufacturing, according to their recent announcement about their new partnership. This is just the beginning of Relativity's ambitions. While currently striving to deploy and resupply satellite constellations into orbit around Earth, Relativity is also making bold statements about its future. By scaling rockets quickly, company officials hope to build the future of humanity in space, according to the website. We believe the future of humanity is interplanetary. 
So we now have 3D printed rockets available that can be made in less than 60 days. And moving forward, technologynetworks.com, synthetic vocal track, translates brain activity into computer-generated speech. A computer system capable of translating brain activity into synthesized speech by decoding the movements of the muscles involved in vocalization has shown its potential in a proof-of-concept experiment conducted by the researchers at the University of California, San Francisco, UCSF. Whilst this initial study was only conducted in volunteers without a speech impairment, there is hope that such technology could one day be used to help patients with neurological damage regain their speech as an alternative to relying on slow and unwielding nonverbal spelling tools. One promising result from the study showed that elements of the virtual vocal track could be shared between speakers, meaning that the brain activity of one person could be applied to a vocal track created from the speech of another person. Although former improvements in testing will be required to the system to make it widely usable in this way, senior author Chang is optimistic about the potential of the device to eventually help patients unable to speak. We are hopeful, of course, in that particular case, is not so much about tapping into speech, but it's really about learning to speak through a device. Nonetheless, he is clear that there is more work to be done before such a decoder could work clinically. Everything we have described is trying to more or less plug and play, where essentially you have a decoder and you try to decode those, in, those intact representation of speech. But I think for certain people in the future who are candidates, speech may have to be learned from the bottom up. It will be very exciting to see if this virtual vocal track that we have created, whether it can help people have the ability to speak who have never spoken before. So they have created a synthetic vocal track that translate brain activity into computer-generated speech. And moving forward onto businessinsider.com.au, Amazon's warehouse worker tracking system can automatically fire people without a human supervisor's involvement. Amazon employs a system that not only tracks warehouse workers' productivity, but also can automatically fire them for failing to meet expectations. Amazon confirmed that it fired hundreds of people for productivity reasons and just one facility over a year's time. It is said that the rate at which it is firing people from its warehouses has decreased. Amazon's demanding culture of worker productivity has been revealed in multiple investigations, but a new report indicates that the company doesn't just track worker productivity at its warehouses, it also has a system that can automatically fire them. Amazon has fired more than 300 workers, citing productivity at a single facility in Baltimore in a single year, August 2017 through September 2018. The Verge cited a letter by Amazon attorney as part of a case with the National Labor Relations Board. An Amazon spokesperson confirmed to Business Insider approximately 300 employees turned over in Baltimore 
related to productivity in this time frame. In general, the number of employee terminations have decreased over the last two years at this facility, as well as across North America. Amazon system tracks a metric called time off task. Time off task, meaning how much time workers pause or take breaks. The Verge reported it has been previously reported that some workers feel so pressured that they do not take bathroom breaks. If the system determines the employee is failing to meet production targets, it can automatically issue warnings and terminate them without a supervisor's intervention. Although Amazon said that a human supervisor can override the system, the company also said it provides training to those who don't meet their production goals. While all employees in every job know they could be fired if they fail to meet their performance objectives, few of us are managed by an automated system tracking out every movement that has full authority to make that decision. And of course, people are not robots. People have highly productive days and less productive days. The true benefit of a human workforce isn't to use people like cogs in a production wheel, but to employ humans who are creative, can solve problems, and can learn and grow if they're giving the breathing room to contribute. Nevertheless, Amazon's mechanisms for exacting productivity are pervasive in many areas of its operations. For instance, drivers delivering Amazon packages have reported feeling so pressured that they speed through neighborhoods, blow by stop signs, and pee in bottles in trucks or outside. Business insider Haley Peterson reported, And as Amazon business continues to grow, the company's need to deliver ever more packages as fast as possible isn't going away anytime soon. Moving forward to news.mit.edu, nanofiber yarn makes for stretchy, protective, artificial tissue. Twisted fibers coated with living cells could assist healing of injured muscles and tendons. The human body is held together by an intricate cable system of tendons and muscles engineered by nature to be tough and highly stretchable. An injury to any of these tissues, particularly in a major joint like a shoulder or knee, could require surgical repairs and weeks of limited mobility to fully heal. Now, MIT engineers have come up with a tissue engineering design that may enable flexible range of motion to injured tendons and muscles during healing. The team has engineered small coils lined with living cells that they say could act as stretchy scaffolds for repairing damaged muscles and tendons. The coils are made from hundreds of thousands of biocompatible nanofibers, tightly twisted into coils resembling miniature nautical rope or yarn. The researchers quoted the yarn with living cells, including muscle and mesenchymal stem cells, which naturally grow and align along the yarn into patterns similar to muscle tissue. The researchers found the yarn coiled configuration helps to keep the cells alive and growing, even as the team stretched and bent the yarn multiple times. Going forward, the group plans to fabricate similar coils from other biocompatible materials, such as silk, which could ultimately be injected into an injured tissue 
the coils could provide a temporary, flexible scaffold for new cells to grow. Once the cells successfully repair an injury, the scaffold can dissolve away. We may be able to one day embed these structures under the skin, and the coil material would eventually be digested. While the new cells stay put, Guao says, the nice thing about this method is it's really general, and we can try different materials. This may push the limit of tissue engineering a lot. Moving forward to cleantechnica.com, world's first 100% solar-powered train. The Byron Bay Railroad Company, charming 100% solar-powered train, has been featured showcasing the possibility of zero-emission public transport. The train is super-efficient, requiring 8.33 watts per hour per passenger kilometer, even with frequent stop starting with the 6.5-kilowatt rooftop solar array and a lithium-ion battery on board, in peak solar hours, the train is effectively 100% self-powered. And moving forward to Vox.com, the growing backlash against facial recognition technology. Apple, Amazon, and Microsoft are all mired in controversy over it. A teenager is suing Apple for $1 billion. The lawsuit filed Monday hinges on the alleged use of increasingly popular and controversial technology, facial recognition. The tech can identify an individual by analyzing their facial features in images and videos or in real time. The plaintiff, 18-year-old college student Usmane Ba, claims the company's facial recognition tool led him to being arrested for Apple store thefts he did not commit by mistakenly linking his name with the face of the real thief. NYPD officers came to Ba's home last autumn and to arrest him at four in the morning, only to discover that they apparently had the wrong guy. Ba said the whole ordeal caused him serious emotional distress. Meanwhile, Apple insists its stores do not use facial recognition tech. Whatever the truth turns out to be in this case, Ba's lawsuit is the latest sign of an escalating backlash against facial recognition. As the tech gets implemented in more and more domains, it has increasingly sparked controversy. For example, the black tenants in Brooklyn who recently objected to their landlord's plan to install tech in their rent-stabilized building, or the traveler who complained via Twitter that JetBlue had checked her into her flight using facial recognition without her consent. The airline explained that it had used Department of Homeland Security data to do that, and they apologized. That's in addition to researchers, advocates, and thousands of members of the public who have been voicing concerns about the risk of facial recognition, leading to wrongful arrests, the worry that certain groups will be disproportionately affected. Facial recognition tech is pretty good at identifying white male faces because those are the sort of faces it's been trained on. But too often, it misidentifies people of color and women. That bias could lead to them being disproportionately held for questioning as more law enforcement agencies put the tech to use. Several bills 
are being considered to limit the use of facial recognition. San Francisco could soon become the first United States city to institute an all-out ban on local government use of the technology. If its Stop Secret Surveillance Ordinance passes, neighboring cities like Oakland and Berkeley have already passed similar but slightly weaker ordinances. Legislation along these lines was also introduced in the California State Senate, but was squashed after police opposed it. Washington State and Massachusetts are weighing bans too, and the U.S. Senate is considering a bipartisan bill that would regulate the commercial use of facial recognition software. Still, facial recognition tech is being put to use at an astounding rate on both the national and city level. And the past month, reports have emerged about how United States intelligence wants to train AI systems on video footage of pedestrians who are unaware they're being filmed and about how the Metropolitan Transit Authority is trying to use facial recognition to detect criminals and terrorists driving across New York Bridge, even though it failed spectacularly in tests. Even though some states and cities are pushing back, their momentum hasn't yet overtaken the rapid nationwide embrace of this technology. But if this month is any indication, that can soon change. We're going to take a music moment and come back with Herbnology. Blessings and grace.
about reality, about what I feel down in my soul. I don't cry no more, cause I know I'm not alone. We don't cry no more, Jano. Step by step, the vibes goes up, now it's ready, the dub club. Rastafari looking for us, listen, listen to my chant. Wicked, wicked, wicked one, me need Babylon rocks. Agoja, hallelujah, we need love in this area. One of us, yeah, talisman, it has to hold like just similar cops don't want to see people in love, so we start to fight against Babylon. You can drink what you want, but you cannot smoke reverse. Why I can meditate with my soul, and she's a gift by the Lord.
better eat your greens before the green consumes you. Focused on the dollar and the dream until the body lets down on you. You say the kale is hard to chew, so you'd rather eat your junk food. Stagnant frequency inside the temple. Now it's affecting your mental state of mind. It happens all the time. You better eat your greens, greens, greens. Asparagus, parsley. Cucumber, kale, and don't forget the collard greens, basil, oregano. You know I love my avocado. I'm in love with the cocoa, coconut. Daylight come, told me I go pick a bunch of green banana, boil it in a stew. So you know I gotta add some callaloo. Eat your greens. Blessings and grace, and welcome to Herbnology. I'll be talking about the benefits of Uva Ursi. Uva Ursi was a common treatment for bladder and related infections. It's listed in nearly all pharmacopoeias, and its medicinal use can be traced back to the second century. Uva Ursi is commonly referred to as bearberry because bears enjoy eating the plant's fruit. For the natural health purposes, however, only the leaves, not the berries, are used in herbal medicine. As mentioned, the most common use for uva ursi is for urinary tract infections and bladder-related conditions. In fact, uva ursi benefits the bladder and can help with conditions such as cystus, nephritis, water retention, liver ailments, and chronic diarrhea. Over the years through modern research, scientists have been able to uncover the components that make this herb effective for these types of treatments. Uva Ursi contains a compound called arbutin, which has the ability to drain excess water from cells, promoting an antiseptic effect on the kidneys. During its excretion, arbutin produces an antiseptic effect on the urinary mucous membrane and can therefore help assist with the urinary tract infections. Uva Ursi helps to keep the pH balance of urine from being too acidic. It actually strengthens the lining of the urinary tract and helps to ease any inflammation in the system. It has a direct sedative effect on the bladder walls. For chronic inflammation of the bladder, or kidneys, uva ursi has no equal. Uva ursi for kidney and liver health. In addition, uva ursi has antilithic properties that help in dissolving crystals not just in the kidneys but throughout the body as well. It has been used for arthritis and other joint problems. Uva ursi also contains diuretic chemicals, powerful astringents, and a chemical Alatonin 
that helps promote growth of healthy new cells and the healing of wounds. It also contains tannic acid and phenolic acid, which is also found in nettles, tea, and berries. Studies have shown that tannic acid has a number of health benefits, including antiviral, antifungal, anti-inflammatory, and anti-tumor activity. However, the benefits of Uva Ursi don't stop there. Uva Ursi has been reported to be effective against disease caused by bacteria such as E. coli, Proteus vulgarius, and Mycoplasma hominis, and Staphylococcus strains, as well as Candida albicans. One of the active ingredients in Uva Ursi, allotonin, can be found in many over-the-counter creams that treat cold sores, herpes, and vaginal infections. Uva Ursi can be used topically as an astringent wash to heal, treat cuts, and scrapes. It has also been used topically to help treat back sprains. Since it promotes urine flow, Uva Ursi plays a part in helping reduce bloating and water retention, two key elements in helping with weight loss. It can help promote muscle relaxation and help soothe the strengthened, irritated, and inflamed tissues. Uva Ursi is also thought to help relieve diarrhea. Uva Ursi is most commonly available as a dried or crushed herb, capsule, or powder. It can also be taken as a tea. Uva Ursi dosage should be watched carefully. It should not be taken at high dosages or for prolonged periods of time and should not be taken by young children, pregnant, or nursing women, or those with severe liver or kidney disease. So Uva Ursi is a blessing healing leaf from the nature of the Most High, sent and made especially for you. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace. Yeah, some say I wouldn't make it, you know. But I never give up faith and hope in the most high. See, like. No for them, I tell me that I could I never rise. But look how me stand up now, look how me shine. True, me never give up me faith and me trust in the most high, most high. The stone that the pillar refuse. Look at them now, and me and who them choose. Never giving up and I'm not gonna quit. The most high work. That's how me tried it But worthy of life I am That's why me chant and me sing this ya song Give thanks and praises to the most high jah He brighten me days in the darkest hour hey, Never gonna stray me, never gonna break me Most high love bless me daily Eat all your words, me say full all your guts Cause right ya know I said I'm living over No for them I tell me that I could have never
tight jack I hear me a hell Look up it there Go and go run your scheme Not for them one come trample man dream But I know what to do Gonna fry up on you Chant a psalms me say one or two Look for them a tell me that I could have never ride But look how me stand up now look how me shine Show me never give up me faith and me trust in the most high Most high Look for them a tell me that I could have never ride But look how me stand up now look how me shine Show me never give up me faith and me trust in the most high Most high Shine
It is time you open up that metaphysical grave that had been dug for you, the part of you, the spark that lays buried. That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape. Escape. Your metaphysical mind. Blessings and grace, and welcome to the metaphysics of the moment. We're going to start off with the metaphysical meaning of earth. Metaphysically speaking, the earth represents the consciousness of the physical body. The consciousness of the physical body. And heaven and earth, the two states of mind, the ideal and its manifestation. According to Revelation 21.1, we are to have new ideals with manifestations in the earth to correspond. The Most High idealized two universal planes of consciousness, the heaven and the earth, or more properly, the heavens and the earth. One is the realm of pure ideals, the other of thought forms. The Most High does not create the visible universe directly as a man makes cement pavement, but he creates the ideas which are used by his intelligent image and likeness to make the universe. Thus, the Most High's creations are always spiritual. Man's creations are both material and spiritual according to his understanding. It is important to know that heaven and earth are spiritual and seemingly material planes, are states of mind primarily, and that we as a race are in the midst of their expression. The creative process has been going on for eons, and a great mass of thought force and mind force has been evolved. Man's body is the earthly side of an inner heaven or a mental realm. The eye has fluctuated for ages between these two planes of consciousness. Air, metaphysically, is the deific, breath of the Most High. It symbolizes a purifying, vitalizing power that revives and makes alive. And breath the inner life flow that pulsates through the whole being. The breathing of the manifest man corresponds to the inspiration of the spiritual man. When any man is inspired with high ideas, he breathes into his nostrils the breath of life, Genesis 2-7. The breath of the Almighty, the inspiration of spirit, the silent movement of the Most High within our being. There is a spirit in man, and the breath of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Job 32.8 The breath of the Most High, which became the soul of the man manifestation, includes all emotions and energies that move in and through the organism and is always designated as feminine. Psyche is the name of the subtle essence that flows in and about the great heart center, called in physiology the cardiac plexus. The name Psyche, which figures in Greek mythology, means breath, life. Psyche is represented as one of the three daughters of a king. These three daughters are spirit, soul, and body. Psyche is the soul in its many earthly experiences, in its failures and its successes. And trouble, calamity, difficulty, disaster, 
the sure result of wrong thinking, all economic, social, and personal trouble can be traced back to selfishness of the sense man. When spiritual man takes control of mind substance, all trouble of every kind dissolves into thin air. And water, metaphysically in its different aspects, represents weakness and negativeness, cleansing, mental potentiality, and in some cases life or vital energy. The waters of Genesis 1, 6, and 7 represent unexpressed possibilities in mind. There must be a firm starting point established. This point of firmament is faith moving on the unformed capacities of spirit consciousness. In every mental preposition, we have an above and a below. Above the firmament are the unexpressed capacities, the waters of the conscious mind, resting in faith in divine mind. Below the firmament are the unexpressed capacities, waters of the subconscious mind. The seas of Genesis 1.10 represent the unformed state of mind. We say that a man is at sea when he is in doubt about a mental process. In other words, he has not established his thoughts in line with the principle involved. He is unstable. The sea is capable of production, but must come under the dominion of the formative power of mind, the imagination. In Mark 6, 4, 7 to 51, it represents mental potentiality. It can also be understood as negation. The race thoughts have formed a sea of thought, and to walk over it safely requires that one have faith in oneself. Faith necessary to accomplish so great a work comes from understanding. Understanding of the Most High and man and the law of mastery given to man. Water also represents material cleansing and fire represents spiritual cleansing. Water also represents the great mass of thoughts that conform to environment. Every thought leaves its form in the consciousness and all the weak Characterless words and expressions gather in the subconscious mind as water gathers in holes. When we get discouraged or disappointed and give up, the undertow of life sweeps this flood of negative thought over us, and we are conscious of bodily weakness of some sort. Then if we get scared, there is a trouble ahead. When we know the truth and brace up, however, the waters are confined to their natural channels again, and our strength is restored. It is the Most High that responds under the divine law to our thought and word. Those who believe through their word are the ones that demonstrate. When one is so attached to property or to position that its loss takes away courage and ambition, the functions of the body sympathize with the negative thought and expresses in like manner. Living water, John 4.10, signifies the inspiration of spirit, also life. In Revelation 22.17, we read, He that will, let him take the water of life freely. And Moses, Moses is Hebrew for drawing out, drawer out, drawing forth, extracting from the water. Water saved. 
son of Amram, and Jochebed, and brother of Aaron and Miriam, of the tribe of Levi. Exodus 2, 1-10, Exodus 6:20, also all of Exodus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. He led the Israelites out of Egypt and through the wilderness preparatory to their entrance into the promised land. Metaphysically, Moses means drawing out, extracting from the water. The birth of Moses represents man's development in consciousness of the law of his being from the negative side. Water represents universal negation, but water also represents the great possibility. Out of seemingly negative conditions comes the new growth. When we are what seems Egyptian darkness and weak as water, we are ripe for the higher understanding. The thoughts that rule in the darkness are bent upon putting out all the children of light. But if we are of the house of faith, as were Moses' parents, then our desire to bring forth the higher consciousness will find a protector. We must care for the infant thought of truth and surround it with the ark of love and trust right in the midst of its seeming enemies. Surely the wrath of man shall praise thee. And Mesrephoth Ma'im is Hebrew for burning waters, burning of waters, hot waters, hot baths, fiery waters, poisonous waters, venomous waters, a place of the hill country of Palestine near Sidon in Lebanon, or at least mentioned with these places in Joshua 11.8 and 13.6. It is thought by some to be the same place as Zarephath. Metaphysically, the carrying away of impurities, errors, poisons, from the consciousness and organism by the cleansing waters of denial. During this process of cleansing, while errors and impurities are being thrown to the surface and eliminated, the thought of fiery heat, in the meaning of Misreth Fathmaim, also bespeaks a close association with the deeper purification of man's spirit by fire. And fire, metaphysically, is generally used in the Bible as a symbol of destruction of evil and error. It stands for cleansing and purification. In its true essence, it is the spirit of fire or the divine energy which never ceases its life-giving, purifying glow. When its cleansing work is completed in man's mind and body, there is no more error to be consumed. And then it manifests and purified man as his eternal life. Our God is a consuming fire, Hebrews 12, 29, Deuteronomy 4, 24, 9, 3, and Isaiah 33, 14 to 16. Besides being a consuming fire, our God is spirit, life, love, substance, power, intelligence, truth. Fire also represents the positive, affirmative state of mind, as opposed to the negative or watery state. Material fire is the symbol, and the fire of spirit is the reality. 
The whole universe is alive with a divine, living, spiritual energy that consumes all the dross of sense of materiality. It is a fire that burns eternally because this is true. Some have assumed that disobedient, sinful persons are to live forever in everlasting torment. But if the fire is eternal, the dross is not. The worthlessness is not. And when the error is consumed, the burning stops. The fire consumes only when it meets anything unlike itself. In purified man, it is manifested as his eternal life. The fire of God, the word of God in action, it burns out the dross of negative consciousness, the worthlessness of negative consciousness, and reveals the Christ. The tongues of fire, the illumination of thought, in demonstration of spirit's presence and power. And Uzal. Uzal is Hebrew for sympathetic communication carried rapidly to an object. Constant progression, continual going forth, divine spark, purifying fire, purified air. A son of Joktan, who was descended from Shem, Genesis 10.27, metaphysically, it's the continual unfoldment that takes place in the progressively inclined individual because of his natural conformity to the divine ideal or divine spark within him, which is ever urging him onto higher light, new understanding, purer thoughts and ways, sympathetic communication carried rapidly to an object, constant progression, continual going forth, divine spark, purifying fire, purified air. And Hinnom, Hinnom is Hebrew for sorrow, groaning of the afflicted, wailing lamentation, purifying fires, the same place as Gehana, a valley south of Jerusalem where the refuse of the city was burned. The fires there were kept going continually. Formerly, it was in this valley that some idolatrous kings of Israel celebrated the terrible religious rites of Moloch, in which their children were burned in the fire, sacrifice. Later, this valley was used to burn refuse and filth from Jerusalem. Joshua 15.8 2 Kings 23.10, 2 Chronicles 28.3 and 33.6. Metaphysically, the purifying fires of the soul. Our God is a consuming fire, and when judgment or times of separation of the true from the false takes place in our consciousness, the error is utterly consumed, swallowed up by the love and perfection and truth of spirit, there will be no cessation of these cleansings, purifying processes until there is no more refuse to be burned. Then this fire of God will express in us as eternal life. Behold, I send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me, and the Lord, whom ye seek, will suddenly come to his temple, and the messenger of the covenant 
whom ye desire, behold, he cometh, saith Jehovah of hosts. But who can abide the day of his coming, and who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like a refiner's fire, and like fuller's soap, and he will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi. Malachi 3, 1-3 Again, who among us can dwell with the devouring fire? Who among us can dwell with everlasting burnings? Not the wicked, but he that walketh righteously and speaketh uprightly. Isaiah 33, 14-16 And Shalman Shalman is Hebrew for fire-worshipper. Modesty opposed to vehemence. King of Assyria, Hosea 10.14, Shalman is a contracted form of Shalmaneser. Metaphysically, fire in the scriptures, as it relates to the Most High and to the sacrifices of the Hebrews, signifies a purifying, refining, transmuting process. And Shalman, a king of Assyria, the ruling idea in the intellectual realm in man that is directed by the outer senses and opposed to truth. The idea of fire would take on an especially destructive nature. The significance here is a strong belief in evil and destruction as being from God, a fire worshiper. The definition, modest opposed to vehemence, belongs to the negative aspect of that which Shalman signifies, a degree of personal humility and lack of aggressiveness. But this does not put away belief in evil and the destructive tendency of the Shalman characteristic. Only in spiritual understanding does one perceive the Most High as all and in all. Only in spiritual understanding does one perceive the Most High as all in all. Only in spiritual understanding does one comprehend the purifying, refining, transmuting process of spirit and know that it leads to eternal life, peace and joy, and not to death, destruction, or evil of any other kind. In Yeshua's name, we're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace. Well, I tell you, this, this, this song I think is a good one. Uh, it's, it's a good, good follow-up to Rebel because after I did, this is, this, this is what I encountered. <laughs> streams of my lifetime pools of fascination in my sleep cooling off the fire of my longing warming up my cold in his heat bouncing down the walls of inhibition evaporating all of my fears 
baptizing me to complete submission. Dissolving my condition with his tears, it's just like the water. Senses he's prevailing, floating through the space of my design, drowning me if I my inside sailing, drinking in the mainstream of his mind, filling up the cup of my emotions, spilling over into all I do. Get lost in his ocean, surviving on the thought of loving you is just like the water. Cleaning me, moving me around. 
Y'all getting paid to clap like this? You sure? Because we can work something out right now.
Blessings and grace, I'd like to thank you for joining me for another offering of Women's Wednesday. I'd like to show love to the frequency that accompanies the music. Pape and Sheikh Mariama, Imani Izuri, Sun Moon Child, Lauren Hill, Just Like Water, Dr. Phil Valentine, Sun Ra Godspell, Dark Twain, Life, Breath of Fire. Beyonce, Freedom, Live, Mata Nile, Look How Me Shine, F Soul, Greens, Homeboys Music, Central African Soul, Guitar Mix, Sister Awa, Resistance and Dub, Monumental Men, We Do Not Want to Wait, Melodies and Phony, Remix, Tech Loon, Shut Up, DJ Lycox and WK Music, Charge, Jametta Rose, America, Soul and Luna, Apocalypse, Bodhisattva, and James Germain, Anu Ale, Atanya, Roots, Joy Postel, Water, Falana, Repeat, Karen Wheeler, Get on My Knees and Pray, Hempress Sativa, Made I Whole, The Whitefield Brothers, featuring Bachka, Earthology, Sarak, Featuring Delbert Blair, Black Dot, John 9, Baptized. Remember that you are water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire. Burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air. Be still, focus, decide. Remember that you are earth, ground, build, give. Blessings, grace, love, and strength to all. Maria, 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 Maria,
Parfois, quand il me dit, elle a, quand elle me 